On the Pasuk, Vayihik Yitzchak in Yitzchak, Vatecheno Einov Mirois. Yitzchak becomes old, and his eyes become dimmed from being able to see properly. Rashi gives us three explanations. What was the reason that brought about that Vatecheno, that Yitzchak's eyes could no longer see properly? The first reason Rashi says is, Ba'ashman Shalelu, it was because of the smoke of the Ktoiris to avoid the Zorah, that the wives of Esav would bring tav, uh, would bring incense to avoid the Zorah, and that's what caused that Yitzchak shouldn't be able to see properly. A second reason Rashi gives is that when Yitzchak was on the Mizbech, his father wanted to shechtim. The Malachim saw what's going on and they were crying. Their, de- their tears had f- fell down onto the eyes of Yitzchak, and that's why now the Pasuk is saying, Vatechena, that as a result of that, his eyes had become dimmed. And finally, Rashi gives us a third explanation that is in order for Yaakov to be able to get the brachos. So that's why Yitzchak can't see who it is. So he doesn't see it's not Esav, it's Yaakov, and he gives him the brachos. So the Rebbe asks, simply when you look into the Pasuk, it seems that the Pasuk itself is telling us the reason why Yitzchak couldn't see properly. The Pasuk starts off with saying, Vayehi, Kizakein Yitzchak, when Yitzchak grew old, it seems to be, Vatecheno, Einov Mirois, the next words that his eyes had become dimmed, from being able to see properly, seems to be that it's because he became old. This is similar to what we find later in Chumash by Yaakov Avinu, where it says, that Yaakov's eyes had also grew heavy, dimmed, etc., because of his old age. And as we see practically, that at the old age, a person's eyesight gets weaker. So if the Pasuk itself is telling us the reason for Vatichenu, that his eyes had become dimmed, is because he grew old, why is Rashi looking for other reasons? In addition to this, the Rebbe says, wherever Rashi will bring two or more Pirushim, it's always because each one of these Pirushim have some sort of difficulty, which you won't have in the other Pirush that Rashi brings. And Rashi will also bring the Pirushim in a very specific order. That means that the difficulty in the second Pirush that Rashi brings is a greater difficulty than the problem in the first Pirush. And so too the difficulty in the third Pirush will be even a bigger problem. So each Pirush has a certain difficulty with it. So we need to understand. First of all, we need to understand what are the difficulties with each one of the individual Pirushim that Rashi brings. And in what way is the second pirush more problematic than the first? And how is the third pirush even more problematic than the other two? Another point, says the Rebbe, we discussed a number of times, that whenever Rashi brings three pirushim, in addition to the fact that each one of these difficult, each one of these explanations has its own difficulty, which will be solved by bringing the other pirushim, you also, there's also the concept that there's a certain difficulty in each two of the Pirushim, two out of the three, will have a certain common difficulty, and that's why we need a third Pirush to take over that difficulty, which won't have this problem, and therefore that's solving the issue. Because if we're going to say that even by two Pirushim together, you now solved all the problems, then you don't need a third Pirush. And therefore the Rebbe says, when we look into our Rashi, we need to find what is the common problem in each two out of the three questions and how that will be solved by the third explanation. Says the Rebbe, the reason why Rashi doesn't want to learn, as we would think simply, that Yitzchak's eyesight had become weaker as a result of his own his old age is because in the previous Sedra, we have a Pasek, Vayevorech Yitzchak Hashem Ben Yitzchak. 
Rashi says over there that Avram was afraid to bench Yitzchak. That's because Esav is going to come out of him. And he says, Yavoy Bala Bracha Ismei, the one who is in charge of all the brachas, the one who blessings come from, let him come and bless Yitzchak. And Hashem comes and blesses him. Says the Rebbe, so the question is, how could it make sense that after Hashem himself personally benches Yitzchak Avinu, Yitzchak should come to a state of where he can no longer see properly, which is obviously going to cause the person with with um, less eyesight, is going to cause him so much pain and suffering now. And as Rashi actually says later on, that as a result of this, Yitzchak is considered kemes, like someone that's dead, someone that can't see properly. It's obvious if Hashem himself is the one, that's the Baal HaBrochus, the one in charge of the Brochus, is the one that's coming and benching Yitzchak, so by becoming old, this shouldn't affect him to such an extent that he should be blind for so many years, that he shouldn't be able to see for so many years properly. Especially, the Rebbe says, we're speaking about Yitzchak at this time 123 years old, relative to the general age of that time, that's not considered so very old, and now for the next 57 years, he's not going to be able to see properly, being considered kemes. How can this make sense after Abishta's bracha? Especially, says the Rebbe, that we don't find by anyone else, any of the other people mentioned earlier in Chumash, up until now, that should have this issue, even though they were much older ages than 123 years old. This is why Rashi gives us other reasons for Vatechena, for why Yitzchak's eyesight is becoming dimmed. Which means to say that generally speaking, and especially if you have the bracha that from coming from Hashem to Yitzchak, if not for side issues that came in, which Rashi is about to discuss, then in fact there wouldn't have been any any diminished eyesight by Yitzchak. Similar to what says by Moshe Rabbeinu, Loi that even when he was 120, so his eye was his eyesight was still full functioning. But there was other reasons, other factors that came in, and as a result of that was that now his eyesight had become dimmed. How do we understand this? Says the Rebbe, when we look at the Pasuk, and as we said, we'll immediately have this question. How does it make sense that Yitzchak, who got the bracha directly from Hashem himself, should suffer from this diminished eyesight? If we have this question, it makes sense to say that the answer to this very question will be hinted or somehow indicated within these Psukim. And since this Pasuk, comes immediately following a posseg that describes the wives of Esav, and how they were moiras ruach li Yitzchak Rivka. They were spiritually rebellious against Yitzchak and Rivka, because they were serving Avodah So it makes sense to say that this, that in, within these psukim, that's hinting to why, what the next posseg says, that Yitzchak's eyesight has become dimmed. And this is why Rashi puts this pirush, that Yitzchak's eyesight has become diminished, as a result of the smoke of the Ktoiris of the Avoidazar of these women, right as the first one of the Pirushim, because this is hinted in these very Psukim themselves, as opposed to the other two Pirushim that Rashi brings, which again is about the Akedah, and so that Yaakov should get the Brachos, you sort of don't have any hint for that in the simple reading of these Psukim. So that's why this is the first Pirush. However, says the Rebbe, there are two problems with this Pirush, two difficulties. Number one, it's understood that the wives of Esau weren't living together with Yitzchak in the same house. They would have had their own house or several houses for the different wives where they lived. 
it's also understood that the fact that they were serving Avedizara and bringing up the incense and the smoke and all of that, they were clearly doing it in their own, in their own house, in their own place. If so, then what's the problem is, it's not so smooth and simple to say that the smoke of their Avedizara was causing Yitzchak harm in his own house. Number two, says the Rebbe, if Yitzchak is being impacted on it with the smoke, then why did it only impact Yitzchak and not Rivka? In fact, in the Ha'orais over here, the Rebbe also deals with why it doesn't impact those women themselves. And Esav says the Rebbe, because of the problems with this first Pirush of the smoke, that's why Rashi now needs other Pirushim. And now the Rebbe is going to look at the difficulties with each one of those Pirushim. So again, the first one is that when Yitzchak was on the Mizbeach, the tears of the Malachim fell into his eyes. The second one is that Yaakov should be able to get the Brochis. So in, what's the problem with these Pirushim? In addition to the common problem in both of them, which we said before already, that there's no remis for this in the Pasuk itself. So the Rebbe goes into each one of these Pirushim now. In the first Pirush about the Akedah, so the Toich and the content of this Pirush, that the heavens opened up, Malachi Ashari saw and were crying. Their tears fell down, and that's why Yitzchak's eyesight was affected. This is a concept what we call Dirash, a Medrashic type of explanation, which is completely not in accordance to Pshutay Shomikra to the simple reading of the Psukim, which is Rashi's regular way in Pirushi Alatayra. That's the problem with this Pirush. Regarding the next Pirush, the third Pirush, which is that Yaakov should be able to get the Bracha, says that the question is even bigger. How can it make sense that Hashem should cause that Yitzchak shouldn't see properly and for so many years to come now, all in order so that someone else, Yaakov, should be able to come and get the brachas? Especially that Hashem surely has many different ways how to cause Yaakov to get the brachas. Hashem could have figured out or gotten in some other way how this should happen. Yitzchak should lose his eyesight because of this. And because this is a much greater difficulty than the problem with the second pirush, because to cause someone such suffering and pain, something that the opposite of what seems to be good, all because of the benefit of someone else, just seems to be unjust. Something that obviously is not shayach at all to say chas v'sholem about Hashem. And this is why Rashi puts this, even after the second pirush, he only puts it as a third pirush. So we now understand the problem with each one of these pirushim individually. Says the Rebbe, as we said before, each one of these three Pirushim do have a certain advantage over the other two Pirushim. In other words, we said there is each one of the two Pirushim are now going to have one similar difficulty, or something that's not so simple and smooth with it, which the third Pirush won't have. And that's why Rashi needs all three. So now the Rebbe is going to look at that. So the main advantage in the first Pirush, again the first Pirush being about the smoke of the wives of Esau, compared to the other Pirushim, this one we explained before already, because that seems to be cl- more clear directly in the Psukim. As we said, it's hinting the fact that the Pasuk right before Yitzchak losing his eyesight, the Pasuk right before that is discussing by the wives of Esau, how they were upsetting to Yitzchak and Rivka. Now, the advantage of the second Pirush, which is about the Akedah, compared to, in contrast to the first and third Pirush, is that because of all of the Pirushim, clearly Vatichena is the cause... Now, simply, clearly, that was that's why Yaakov ends up getting the brachas. Because Yitzchak gives the brachas to Yaakov because he doesn't see clearly who it was. Now, here's the issue. According to the first and third pirush, 
Vatichemna, the fact that Yitzchak is losing his eyesight, is coming because of some, some, uh, some negative aspect. Something, a certain disgrace or a certain negative aspect. According to the first Peter, she's losing his eyesight because of the smoke of Avaydazara. According to the third Peter, that is, so that Yaakov should be able to get the brachas, that means it's coming because of the negative aspect that Yitzchak wants to actually bench Esav. And this is why what we're saying is that, in other words, the brachas of Yaakov are going to be coming because of some problematic thing, because of some negative reason. As opposed to the third reason, where, as opposed to the, sorry, the middle reason, the second reason, if it's because of the Akedah, then it's exactly the opposite. It's coming because of something great, because of Yitzchak's Milo, because of the amazing idea that Yitzchak went to the Akedah. Now, says the Rebbe, what about the advantage of the third Pirush, so that Yaakov should get the Brochus? What's the advantage in that Pirush over the other two Pirushim? So the Rebbe explains. According to the first two Pirushim, so again, the first two Pirushim are because of the smoke of the wives of Avedah Zorah and because of the Akedah. So then, when does Yitzchak actually start losing his eyesight? Would have sim- sim- seemingly would have been much earlier than the time that he grows so old. Because when Esav takes these wives, these Noshim Chitiyos, he was 40 years old. Yitzchak at that time was a hundred years old. The Rebbe explains the calculation because when Esav was born, Yitzchak is 60 years old and he marries them when he's 40 years old. So now, obviously, so they start with the Avoid Zorah, so this is many years before the current story. According to the other Pirush, with the tears of the Malachim, now this is even much earlier. This is when Yitzchak was 37 years old. If that's the case, says the Rebbe, the question is, the order of our Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Vayiki Zokin Yitzchak, he grows old, and then Vatechena, he starts losing his eyesight. But according to the two Pirushim we just mentioned, it would have actually been the other order around. He starts losing his eyesight many, many years earlier because of either, again, the smoke of the wives of, of Esau or because of the Akedah. That's why Rashi gives us a third Pirush that doesn't have this problem so that Yaakov should get the brachas, which according to this Pirush, Pirush really works very, very smoothly. Yitzchak grows old and this is why he's about to give brachas. Well, he wanted to give it to Esau. Hashem causes that he should be, to lose his eyesight so that Yaakov should get the brachas, which is the third Pirush, which now the order flows very sim- smoothly and simply. The Rebbe concludes with a very powerful hayrah from this Rashi. And to what extent we need to be careful with not speaking Lashon Hara. Because the Rebbe says seemingly, in order for Yaakov to get the bracha, Hashem would have had a very, very simple way of doing this. Just tell Yitzchak that Esav is a Russia, reveal it to Yitzchak. And then automatically, of course, we'll give the brachas to Yaakov. Especially take into consideration that Yitzchak had known already previously that Esav's wives are serving Avodah Zorah. The only thing is Yitzchak thought that maybe it's not Esav's fault, maybe he can influence them. Yitzchak also knew previously that something is not so simple and smooth with Esav either. He knows that Esav doesn't have Shem Shemaim Shagar Befiv. He's not always mentioning Hashem's name as opposed to Yaakov, which does. So if Yitzchak anyways has some suspicions about Esav, so Hashem could just tell him the full story that Esav is a Rasha, and therefore he wouldn't think of giving the bracha, so Yitzchak doesn't have to lose his eyesight because of this. What do we see from this? To what extent we need to be careful in speaking Lashon Hara. Yitzchak is 57 years locked up at home like a mace. As long as a word of Lashon Hara shouldn't be said on a Yid, 
that Hashem shouldn't say this Lashon Hara about Esav, even someone that's considered, Esav was considered a Yisroel Mumor, as the Gemara discusses. Says the Rebbe, if we say this in regards to Esav, how much more so regarding Yidin after Matan Torah, after Hashem had said to each and every single Yid, that by every single Yid, the essence of Hashem is becoming Elokecha, his personal, his own Koyach and Chayas, how much more so, how much we have to be careful.